From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And um, as always, on a Wellness Wednesday, it is uh, remarkably fun to have you here and to talk about uh, these important things. I want to be sure that we're being practical and giving you, um, you know, common sense help in terms of staying healthy. And uh, we've got a good show for you. Dr. Marty McCary from the Fox News Medical All-Stars is going to be with us. We've got a couple of things that he wants to break down uh, that are going to be kind of interesting. One is a brand new study that he and his research team have just authored and published. And it actually deals with um, a very interesting finding as it regards the booster shots. You know, the boosters that everybody has recommended that we all take and I'll be on for the rest of our lives. I think they want us to take like 70 plus boosters per person, uh, supposedly to guard against COVID. Well, um, he's saying that's not necessarily the best thing to do. And so how that all works out, uh, we will get into with Dr. McCary. And I hope that you'll stick around for that because um, it's it's really well documented. The science, the data behind it is uh, bulletproof. And I think it's going to be very eye opening. Uh, And then he wants to weigh in on the social media study that was done about kids uh, just a couple of weeks ago, because if kids get addicted, uh, we've got we've got major problems. And I think that uh, he's he's really desiring for people to understand uh, what's best for your kids sometimes is saying no. And Dr. McCary says that's not a bad thing to do. So we will get into uh, some of that with him. Uh, as we go along. But um, we're also going to talk with the Dr. Douglas Howard to, to, uh, in this episode as well, because he's got some information on medicine in general uh, and kind of I, I guess there's a theme tonight from medical doctors uh, that sometimes uh, big medicine, uh, it doesn't always have your best interest at heart. Uh, and so we'll we'll get into some of that. But there's a lot that you can do to take control of your own options and possibilities and choices. Uh, understanding that sometimes that's the case. So we'll get into all of that. Now, I, I've got this very interesting piece uh, that uh, came out on Fox News this afternoon, foxnews.com, because we're back to the science versus non-science stuff again. Um, ESPN broadcaster, uh, a woman by the name of Sam Ponder, uh, has now responded to a columnist um, After she was labeled a bigot for just asking for fairness in women's and girls sports. The USA Today's Nancy Armour criticized Ponder for her support of former NC2A swimmer Riley Gaines, who has called for uh, anyone pretending to be a woman that's not actually a woman uh, to solely compete against those who are of their uh, corresponding natural-born sex. So if you're a boy, you should compete against boys, and if you're a girl, you should compete against girls. Uh, not with You should not be competing with people that you quote-unquote identify with. Now, no one's saying anything else about what they do with the rest of their life. No one's, neither neither uh, Sam Ponder nor Riley Gaines has said that, uh, you know, th- those people should not be allowed to, you know, express themselves or have the opportunity to say what they need to say, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they're, they're just simply making the argument that it's unfair to girls to have boys pretending to be girls compete against them as though they are girls. And as the father of sons and a daughter, uh, I, I completely get this. 
I, I don't want I don't want my baby girl uh, having to compete against boys uh, in in specifically in sports where she's at a unique muscular height uh, body mass everything else disadvantage boys for the most part are bigger and stronger uh, particularly in their bones and their muscle mass than than women are and you just and, and that would be true if they were mostly the same size but most men are bigger than most women speaking very broadly and very generally so there's kind of an overwhelming advantage from a hormone DNA muscle mass body mass bone mass perspective that that these women are just pointing out and it kind of befuddles me that someone like Nancy Armour for the USA Today would say that there's anything inaccurate about that or that 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 it's wrong to point that out. Um, she 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 claimed that uh, Sam Ponder's words were just, quote, plain old uh, bigotry. And of course, uh, Sam Ponder from ESPN disagreed. She said bigotry is not bigotry. Loving people does not require the absence of boundaries, she tweeted. Uh, Sam Ponder and fellow ESPN colleague Sage Steele have voiced their support for Gaines, who has taken the reins to lead the calls for men who are acting as women to not participate in sports against the gender they identify with, but rather the sex that they were born with. Gaines has been at the forefront since she tied Leah Thomas at the NC2A Championships in 2022. And when she tied him, and they were down to the same hundredths of a millisecond, or same millisecond, I guess, that's a hundredth of a second. Anyway, they were down to that same subcategory of the timer. Exact. And they gave him the trophy. Even though she had exactly the same score. Where are all of the women's rights groups on this? How in any way does this acknowledge biology, medical fact, anything else? There, there is no... There is clearly a disadvantage if you're a woman competing in a world where men not only get to have their own division to compete in. Title IX was supposed to say, okay, now we're going to carve out um, sections of sports for women to compete against women. Because the old rule was if a woman wanted to play a sport, she had to be good enough to make the men's team. Now there are women competing against women, and now men who can't cut it at the men's level want to come down and compete in the women's division. It reminds me of something, kind of, actually. So I did, I did some coaching um, in my young adult life. I was, I was um, a basketball coach at the college level, and I was an assistant for seven years um, after I had graduated. And in those seven years, I um, worked in the women's program as an assistant for three years and in the men's program for four years. And it always puzzled me. First of all, the head coach of the women's team would always insist that I go find dudes that were from the intramural team to get to scrimmage against the girls. You'd say, why? And we'd say, well, they were faster and stronger. So our girls were going to learn to play at a higher level if they scrimmaged against guys instead of girls. If we had had more competitive girls in the school, maybe that would be the case. But we had, you know, the 12, 15 best female basketball players in the school. Well, they didn't like scrimmaging against the guys because the guys were stronger and faster, and when they would block a shot, they would be all macho. It, 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 it's the same thing. It made them better for the actual competition, but they should have never had to have competed against a team made up of all guys. And it's not going to be any different going forward in any of these divisions, swimming, any sport. Women are getting erased by this whole trans thing, and we need to be done with it. And that's all that Sam Ponder says. It's not bigotry, it's science. It's science, Nancy Armour. Does science mean anything to anybody anymore? I don't know. Anyway, Kevin McCullough, Marty McCary joins me next. Stay here.
Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the new MyPillow 2.0 with a special buy one, get one free offer. The MyPillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night. The new fabric dissipates heat and humidity to create a cooling sensation to maintain a, a cooler surface temperature. MyPillow knows core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep. The new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature throughout the night by creating a lower surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Machine washable and dryable with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listeners page at MyPillow.com, use the promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798, 800-651-0798. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on the new MyPillow 2.0, 800-651-0798. All right, Kevin McCullough, every week, I promise you, if you send your questions, he will answer them. Uh, Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan uh, answers real questions here with me each week. And Mike, this week's question comes from Anonymous. Uh, they ask, is it better to try to apply for home care Medicaid or to try to get aid and attendance through the VA? Kind of a tricky one, Mike. What's your answer? Yeah, well, it is tricky unless you know all the facts. Basically, a lot of people don't know about aid and attendance, but basically, if you're a veteran who served during time of war, you know, at least 90 days, if you're disabled, non-service connected, we're talking about, in other words, you're 78 years old, you have a stroke, you can apply for aid and attendance. Now, your assets have to be under 100000 roughly, and I'm simplifying it, and your spouse's assets count for the VA. Your house doesn't count for the VA. Um, and... If your medical expenses, medically related expenses, including home attendance and so forth, is over a certain amount, you can get between two to $3,000 a month in benefits depending on where you're single, married, have dependents. And it's a very good program because you get a check and you can pretty much spend it however you want. Now, for the VA, there's a three-year look-back period. For home care Medicaid in New York, for the next year, there's no look-back period. So literally, if somebody in the VA wanted to apply for VA and they had $500,000 in the bank today, they put it into a trust tomorrow. They're not eligible for VA benefits for three years, but they are eligible for benefits under Medicaid next month. So there's a lot of what ifs. And of course, Medicaid in New York doesn't care what your spouse's assets are. The VA does. So if your spouse has a substantial amount of assets, you won't qualify for the VA. But the, the VA program is very good. You get over $2,000 a month in cash that you very flexibly, you spend whatever you want. Home care Medicaid pays the agency directly. You don't have a lot of control under it. Although there are programs in New York where you can hire your own home attendants and Medicaid will pay them. There are two good programs and just depends what you're eligible for one and two, what best fits your, you know, your parent. Yeah. Well, I knew that Mike Connors would have the answer to it, friends. It sounds tricky, but yet he sees all the moving parts. Uh, call today and get your appointment to see if you, uh, which one you should qualify for. 718-238-6500. And then be listening as Mike Connors will answer more of your questions. Uh, Saturday mornings at 8 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Sunday mornings starting at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. And you can send those questions to askmikeconnors at gmail.com. Mike Connors, as always, thank you so much. Thank you, Kevin. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hugh Hewitt believes the GOP got a win. I am a, I'm a Republican. I stand for uh, shrinking the debt, which they're going to do with this bill. They're going to shrink the deficit and begin to turn the great ship of state back towards fiscal conservatism. And the key here is not one dime of new revenue or taxes, no revenue enhancers, no tricks. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 3, right before Joe Piscopo at 6, Anea 970, The Answer. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, it's a Wellness Wednesday, and always thrilled to have the uh, Fox News Medical All-Star team join us uh, here at the microphone. Uh, and Dr. Marty McCary is back with us. Uh, he's uh, We've had many, many very uh, enlight uh, enlightening conversations uh, with Dr. McCary because he's been one of the few voices 
that has uh, been able to speak kind of the unvarnished truth about a lot of what our public health organizations have had to say over the last three years. And he's not going away. He's still he's still saying the things that need to be said. Marty, always good to have you with us. Thanks for being back. Good to be with you, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Let's talk about uh, this. You, you put on your Twitter feed uh, a publication uh, that was recently uh, produced showing that university booster mandates resulted in net harm. Now, when it comes to vaccines in general, you you know that there's already kind of a a, a group of what we would call hesitancy, uh, you know, adapters uh, in general. And I think the COVID experience for that section of the population certainly very much uh, kind of reinforced this idea that I don't know if I should trust vaccines. Does your study go further in kind of giving that side some things to think about? Well, unfortunately, the medical establishment has made vaccinations an all or nothing game. And they either, you know, you agree to an average five-year-old girl getting 77 vaccine doses in her average lifetime, or you don't believe in any vaccines and you're an anti-vaxxer. And that is the sort of intellectual dishonesty of public health leaders. And most of the medical establishment, that is the medical elites, were part of this. They, they generally felt like the American public was too stupid to understand natural immunity, those who are at ultra low risk and may not need vaccination or a full two-dose, three-dose schedule. And so there's really this long history of medical paternalism that we see, see came out with this sort of vaccine recommendation. So what we did is we did the proper risk-benefit analysis. We looked at booster mandates in young, healthy people and in college students. And what we found is that because of the real world risk of myocarditis and because of the lack of any benefit that is appreciable beyond a very negligible low level, the overall calculus shows that there is a greater net harm than there is benefit from boosting young, healthy people. The people, young people who should get the booster are those with special medical conditions and risk factors who have not already had COVID. That should be the recommendation, not just an all or nothing strategy. So we did the paper, a uh, group of scientists, Tracy, Tracy Beth uh, Hogue and many prominent uh, scientists from around the country, public health experts. And that's what we showed in our paper published in BMJ. Now, the big journals didn't want to publish it. The big New England Journal of Medicine, you know, it's a very close circle of a few elite doctors in Massachusetts. Uh, the Journal of the American Medical Association, which is telling everyone what pronouns to use, they did not take it. Why? Because it didn't fit their narrative. It was a very elegant calculation. Many of us have published in all the big journals before COVID, but during COVID, they just didn't want to hear it. Okay, so... <laughs> And th this brings us right back to the same problem that people had while going through COVID and having questions. It seems as though now you've gone, though, from just people that had questions to people that have data that seems to imply that what we're being sold is not worthy of, the, of its price. And you're still getting the elite like boot. <laughs> like kicking you down the ladder. I mean, Dr. McCary, this is, I've said this with all of you guys from Fox. I think the biggest, besides the, just the loss of people and human, human life from COVID, I think that the next biggest loss for the American people in all of this is that we don't really think that our big health institutions are worth trusting anymore. They're, they have zero public credibility when it comes to what they're telling us because of the way the elite big medical is, is going about this. Well, we're trying hard to speak the language of data and they don't really want to talk that language. So when they push boosters in a um, young, healthy 19 year old male at a college campus who's already had COVID and already got the primary vaccine series, what is the number when we talk about risk? What right. is that number of the incidence of myocarditis? And what is the number of the clinical benefit from the vaccine? If you put those numbers side to side, it clearly shows a net harm in that population. They don't want to talk numbers. 
They just want to talk dogma. And so we've, you know, what blows me away, Kevin, is we have smart people all across the medical profession who didn't say a word. They decided they're going to tweet about their mentor. They're going to tweet about their friend. They're going to tweet about, you know, they saw an interesting flower and here's a picture or I'm having dinner. Here's what my dinner looks like. And on the big issues, the large controversies, they decided just to sit it out and just show their political badge by showing allegiance to the Democrat sort of public health establishment and not talk about it. So when you talk about data, when you talk with, with real numbers and data, the booster requirement at universities falls apart. That entire argument falls apart. Well, and this is this is why, as, as you have the courage to speak up and to say, well, wait, the science actually points in a different direction. This is why the American people are increasingly uh, less capable. So let me ask you this, with all the work that you've done, and this is just one study that you've, you've participated in. I know you've been busy actively looking at a whole range of outcomes from COVID and what we've experienced. If there were to be another serious pandemic, that hit within the near future. What's the impact of all of this kind of untrustworthy handling that that big big medicine has had to the everyday Americans like me and my family who are trying to figure out what to do at the moment in time when it is really serious? <laughs> well, I'm. I don't think we're in very good shape right now as a country because people are not going to trust public health when public health is right in the future. And they may very well be right in the future. We may get new public health leaders. And so um, right now, instead of saying, hey, tell me about the science, it's instead they're saying, I'm with this guy who's with this political allegiance, and I got to support this guy because he's against that guy who's a political opponent. And it's just groupthink. What it's I don't like, hear in any of that is what's good for me from a health medicine standpoint. <laughs> right. Right. And look, we're going to have another pandemic. Absolutely. I mean, look in our in our in one generation, we've had polio, H1N3, Zika, MERS, Ebola, SARS. I mean, COVID-19. I mean, that's just one living generation. We've seen all of those. And so we're absolutely going to see more pandemics. I, I worry at this point that we're just going to have political allegiances determine things. Yeah. I mean, when you have a ministry of truth in the government tell you what's true and not true, they don't get it right very often. Yeah. Well, and sadly, that's the uh, that's the lesson of countries that have employed such tactics. We're speaking with Dr. Marty McCary. Uh, you see him on Fox News. He's one of their uh, medical all-stars. Uh, we are so honored that he participates here with us for Wellness Wednesday on a regular basis. And if you want to read the study that he has cited, uh, they've just published it. And you can go to his uh, Twitter uh, handle and uh, find a copy of it there, at uh, Marty McCary, M-A-K-A-R-Y, Marty McCary. And uh, you, can, uh, you can check it there. Uh, we're coming right back with more Wellness Wednesday. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Former Vice President Mike Pence will officially launch his widely expected campaign for the Republican nomination for president in Iowa next week, adding another candidate to the growing GOP field. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie is also expected to join the burgeoning fray. The Oklahoma Supreme Court has ruled two state laws banning abortion are unconstitutional, but the procedure remains illegal in the state in most cases. In a 6-3 ruling on Wednesday, the high court said the two bans are unconstitutional because they require a medical emergency before a doctor can perform an abortion. The court says this language conflicts with a previous ruling it issued in March. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 134 points, the Nasdaq dropped 82, the S&P 500 lower by 25, oil down to 68.09 a barrel. This is SRN News. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota Service Department. If you're tired of dealing with dummies, go experience the smart way to service your Toyota. Take your investment knowledge to new heights this year on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. 
Join us along with The Money Show on a luxury voyage to the Caribbean and learn from top financial experts like George Gilder and Mark Skelson through workshops and seminars. Relax and refresh, all while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals. Secure your spot today at EagleFinancialCruise.com. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. Dennis Prager here. Visit the Holy Land with me and Inspiration Cruises and Tours. No other trip will be like it. The Stand with Israel Tour. Call 855-565-5519 or visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. Wake up with Joe Piscopo at 6. Ride home with John Katsimatis at 5. On AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. That's a good thing. You have more energy, you're losing weight, you're eating less. But what you're eating, you're eating the right things instead of garbage, chips, you know, fast food, that kind of, you know, french fries, pizza. Now, pretty strict about how I'm going to be using balance of nature in concert with the re- how I eat. And it's making a difference. It really is, guys. Your product really does deliver with what you guys promise. And, and I like that. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code ANSWER. Attention taxpayers, if you or your business owe the IRS back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, the IRS has greenlighted billions of dollars in tax relief to those facing financial hardship through its tax relief initiatives. If you have a delinquent tax problem and possibly facing wage garnishment, liens, levies, audits, or already in a payment plan, you may now qualify for significant relief. Qualifying and enrolling in this program could stop all collections, settle your tax problem, and may even reduce what you owe by up to 99%. Call the hotline at Tax Help USA to see if you qualify and receive your free tax assessment by dialing 800-419-0017. If you or your business owe back taxes to the IRS or state, you can now get the help that you need during these hard economic times. Get your free tax assessment to see what you qualify for by dialing 800-419-0017. 800-419-0017. That's 800-419-0017. Did you listen to our podcasts? Hear them now on our website at am970theanswer.com. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. Back to Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. So glad to have you back. On Wednesdays, we like to focus on wellness. We like to give you some tangible, hands-on things to think about and talk about and learn from so that you can have a better sense of who you are, a better sense of life, a better sense of wellness in your own experience. So thankful that uh, Balance of Nature and Dr. Douglas Howard and the team there sponsor this segment uh, every uh, week. And Dr. Marty McCary rejoins us from the Fox News Medical All-Star team. Uh, Dr. McCary, a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, there was a major study done on the impact of social media and the addiction that it is creating within our young people's experiences and lives. And I'm I'm wanting to know, I've looked at it from a few different standpoints, and certainly as a parent, I have a, an opinion of certain things. But from a medical standpoint, what did we learn and what were the takeaways that you understood from it? Well, this was a good report. It brought attention to social media addiction as a health problem. You've got one third of girls in America now. They say that they're on social media constantly, almost every waking minute that they're not in class or doing something else. They are saying we're addicted to social media. A third of girls in the United States, they're basically crying out for help. They don't like it. We see these mental health problems, anxiety and depression are up uh, proportional to social media use. That's what the Surgeon General report found. And so we've got to do something. Now, 95% of kids are, they say they're constantly on social media. What about the other 5%? In the situation of the other 5%, 
the parents have said, you know what, we don't have to do this. This is a free country. Just because everyone's doing it doesn't mean we have to give our kids smartphones. My sister chose not to give her kids who are just before teenage years now a smartphone. And so guess what the kids are doing? They're reading books, they're out there playing sports, they're interacting with other kids. They have great interpersonal skills. So I would encourage parents to recognize you don't have to give your kid a smartphone. You don't have to just surrender and say, well, that's kids are kids and they have to do this. Same with added sugar in diets. You don't have to do it. You know, there's an old um, adage, everything in moderation. You've heard that before. Oh, yeah. It's not true for cocaine. It's not true for certain <laughs> highly addictive substances. So, look, if the kids are already addicted, you got to talk about limits and what's appropriate to post or not post. But if the kid is not yet addicted, don't feel like you have to give them these tools to become addicted. You don't. Yeah. Well, I know in our house, what we have done is, and my oldest is in uh, seventh grade, he'll be eighth grade in the fall. Um, he has a phone that makes actual phone calls, Dr. McCary. I'm not sure if you are aware of such things, but they actually do create cell phones that can just make phone calls and receive text messages like from parents and they don't have to do anything else uh, on them. And it's a, sometimes it's a, a point of annoyance with him uh, when it comes to you know, maybe some ribbing that he gets from his friends or whatever. But at the end of the day, I think we have saved several years of his life by not just letting him have free access to the web and particularly uh, social media uh, on his first phone. And that's going to be the way we do it for the for the other two who are much younger than him and are already giving us beef about why they can't have, you know, uh, Snapchat accounts. Uh, but I just feel like they're just too young and too immature to be able to handle it. Well, I'll tell you, I've got a cousin who runs weekend seminars on fatherhood. When fatherhood falls apart, that is sort of the beginning of disintegration in society. That's sort of one of the early surrogate indicators of things not going well. Hmm. Kids want your time. They don't want your money. They want your time. And that means they want time with their father, with their mother. They want loving relationships. They want to be close to people, whoever is there to love them. And so if we say, hey, I don't want to spend time with my kids. Let me give them a device. You're giving them a highly addictive substance that's going to have down downstream repercussions. And we're seeing it already with eating disorders, with um, sniffing paint and all kinds of behaviors that kids learn about on Instagram, yeah, on yeah. social media. Otherwise, they don't know about it. TikTok and the rest. I, I remember when the Tide Pod Challenge was uh, going around and we actually had to have a conversation at the dinner table of, a few weeks ago of like, look, if somebody from school says you should eat a detergent pod, j it, like it would, it, how do we respond to that? <laughs> like, they're like, gross, that's gross. Yeah, but, but some kids don't think that way. And so we, you know, and it just breaks my heart when I go take the family to brunch on Sunday or whatever. And I see, you know, a couple of tables over every kid at the table with an iPad or an iPhone in front of them. And the, and the adults having their own conversation. I'm like, no, nah, that's not where it's at. You got you to get back to, you know, face-to-face -face time. But anyway, we, hopefully we will live and learn. Dr. McCary, we always appreciate your insights on uh, Wellness Wednesday. Thanks for being here. Uh, good to be with you, Kevin. Thanks you so much. It. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Perillo Tours is starting their 78th year in business. Join me, Jersey Joe, on a special Perillo tour to Italy. Steve Perillo and I have put together a very special Rome and Sicily customized tour. Three nights in Rome, plenty of time to see the most important sights, and a private dinner performance by yours truly. Next, fly to Sicily for three nights in Taormina with special day trips along the coast, including Savoca and Forza d'Agro for sites of actual filming events from iconic Godfather scenes, a wonderful wine tasting at Mount Etna, and then on to Palermo for three additional nights before flying home. Call Perillo Tours at 800-431-1515. Tell them you want to fly away with Joey to Sicily, baby. 800 
888-431-1515 or visit perillotours.com. Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround, and when it comes to marketing, consider us your personal move-you-forward company. In a recent study, we found that 53% of local businesses were classified as novices when it came to designing, implementing, and managing their marketing needs. And that's where Salem Surround truly shines. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. Let us give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and what your competition is doing. Our digital sales and support teams are the best in the industry and deliver customized personal service that's second to none. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Car payments, credit card payments, home loans. Man, that's a lot of debt for you to carry. Let us help you get caught up when you enter the $18,000 Get Caught Up Sweepstakes. The grand prize winner gets up to $10,000 in debt relief. Three first prize winners will get up to $1,000 in debt relief. And 10 second prize winners will get $500 in debt relief. That's $18,000 total. And that could be you. Go to am970theanswer.com to enter. That's am970theanswer.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Have you heard? Michaels of Brooklyn. They went from 50% to 75%. They are now at 100% capacity, and by reservation, following all the CDC guidelines, they can ensure your safety and the health of their patrons and employees, and now's the time that you can get back to Michaels of Brooklyn and have some of that authentic Italian food. Celebrate Michaels of Brooklyn 100% capacity by joining the Sauce of the Month Club. You'll get a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta, and biscotti each month for about six months. Each month, receive exquisite Visit sauces ranging from arrabbiata to puttanesca and, of course, their fresh marinara. They're family-owned and operated. It's authentic. Everything is made completely from scratch. Even the sauce that they sell in the grocery stores nationwide, they make it right there at Michaels of Brooklyn. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Join their Sauce of the Month Club. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com or call 718-988-7851 for reservations. That's 718-988-7851. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The answer. Everybody loves my baby, but my baby don't love but me. No one but me. And now back to Radio Night Live. Once again, Kevin McCullough, proudly powered by the fruits and veggies of Balance of Nature. Couldn't be happier than to have you with us. I love this segment because what we get to do is we get to really do something practical to help you. And I'm hoping that that's how you understand it. Every day we try to do something, whether it's dealing with your money or how to be a better parent or talk about wellness. And Dr. Douglas Howard, the originator of uh, Fruits and Veggies, the thing I am powered by, not just this segment, all of Kevin's life is powered by. And, Doc, I know it works because my three ankle biters, they all came home with the junk that the public, that the uh, schoolmates felt free to get them this week so they all came home with the and, the, and, the and so they've all been upstairs in bed like all day today uh but here we are uh i'm strong and you know going as fast and as hard as ever and i think it's the uh, balance of nature working in my system keeping me healthy uh yeah Doug, i thought of oh, you know what call a health coach and they will walk you through it because we have children hundreds thousands of children that take it every day and awesome. every single you know i have i have 23 grandchildren every single one of them take it either through breast milk or through eating it themselves from very, from from their first food in fact most of my grandchildren through first food they ever eat Wow. I, I think if I had started at that age, I would have been in better shape. But uh, we're, we're, we haven't crossed the great divide just yet. But we'll get there. I'll call the health coach. Hey, I thought of you when I saw this headline. The newfoodeconomy.org website has uh, a piece up. says, if food is medicine, why isn't it taught at medical schools? Students in medical schools across the country now spend less, less than 1% of all lecture time while they're in med school learning about diet. And, Doc, when I told you that statistic, you said, oh, it's not even 1%. Explain. Oh, no. 
<laughs> in fact, and, and this is this is an increase, by the way. They get more now than ever before. There's a few medical schools out there that will give a few more hours, but let me explain what hours. The average is between three and five hours of, of lecture on nutrition in their whole time in medical school. For your now, entire now degree? Yeah, and most people, let me explain, most people think, oh, well, that's three credit hours or five credit hours, okay. No, 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 no. I mean three hours, three physical hours to five hours. That's it. That's it. And everybody thinks that they're going to go in there and, and get this professional opinion. But here's the sad, sad part to me, is a doctor's education is awesome. In, in cellular biology. It is just, it's phenomenal. It's excellent and exciting. And then they drop the ball in making that bridge from cellular biology over to nutrition. You talk about it, but you never do talk about applying it. That's the problem. Oh. Because here's what people don't realize. Our bodies are fantastic chemical laboratories. That's what we are. Every single reaction in your body, whether you see something, smell something, feel something, I don't care what it is, voluntary or involuntarily in your body, it's a chemical reaction. And so everything that we talk about, nutrition is just chemistry. And so this is how I teach my patients. There's good chemistry and there's bad chemistry. There's chemistry that causes stress on your body and there's chemistry that fixes things. Right. Well, nutrition is good chemistry. And so the opposite side of that, what do you think? Oh, I can use this, I think. I don't think they exist anymore. What do you think a Twinkie is? Bad chemistry. Bad chemistry. <laughs> that's right. I mean, it's still chemistry. And right. that's why calories in and calories out just doesn't cut it anymore. And, and, and people who, who understand that at all then teach this and understand that it's, all calories are not equal, for example. All right. chemistry is not equal either. So back to what you were saying here, though, what's amazing is people go to doctors expecting to get that advice. They don't even study it. There's only a handful, and if you go, if a doctor is going to get that, then they've gone out there on, gone out there on their own and gotten it. Right. And so ask your doctor how do they feel about nutrition, because if they don't give it much credit, they're not thinking it through. And that, or maybe that, haven't been trained uh, well on it. That, In that's fact, what I mean, this they're just report, not thinking it through. This report came from the Harvard Food Law and Policy Clinic, uh, and they say that in that, uh, that now only, f and, you, and then as you said, this is better than it's ever been in the past, but at present, only 14% of doctors feel even qualified to offer some nutritional advice. Only 14%. 14%. So that's like barely one out of 10 is going to be able to address your diet and some of the things that you need to do from that perspective. Well, even when, even then, nutrition is an elective that some people, some you know, a doctor could choose. One to five percent ever choose that as an elective to learn any more. Wow. One out of a hundred, maybe in a good school, five out of a hundred, choose to even learn more about it. And here's here's what the studies show, though. This is very important. That the doctors with expertise in nutrition. They're more likely to spot the diet-related issues earlier in a patient's prognosis. But I'm here to tell you also that most disease, most dis-ease is in some way nutritionally related. I'm yeah. not saying it's always the cause, but I'm saying 99.9% .9 of the time, I don't care what it is, cancer or anything else, there is a nutritional relation. One of their final uh, conclusions is that poor diet uh, continues to be one of the biggest contributors to not only chronic disease but mortality as well and, sa and is said to kill one in five Americans every year. So Now, let, let me explain, too, because not everybody understands what mortality is versus right. morbidity. But it's the, okay, it's the biggest contributor to chronic disease, which is morbidity. So it's the biggest. So, so poor diet is the biggest contributor to morbidity or chronic disease and mortality, which is death. <laughs> right. Poor diet continues to be one of the biggest contributors to death in the U.S., killing one in five Americans every year.
Yeah. Well, and one of the ways you can uh, reverse all of that, friends, is by getting on fruits and veggies. Call them today and get a health coach and start asking questions. That is the best way to start your journey. And right now, Dr. Howard still has the health challenge in place. You're going to get 35% off. You're going to get free shipping. Uh, but this this special could go away at any time. 800-246-8751. 1-800-246-8751. And call them today and say, I want to know more about what I need to do to uh, get my uh, diet and intake on the right track. Doc, so much to talk about. We were going to hit on uh, breakfast cereal. We'll have to do that next time, but uh, thanks I just, for being I, here. I do just want to say really quick, we hammered medicine pretty hard today. I love medicine. <laughs> I love doctors. I love treating. I just think the patient needs to take more responsibility. You have to take responsibility for your health. Ask your doctors these questions. The more you do, the more they'll want to learn it. Thanks. That's awesome. No, no worries. Great, great addendum. 800-246-8751. Kevin McCullough coming back. Stay with us. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best, period. <laughs> so tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Hemp Leaf products are the next big thing in skin and body care. From head to toe, they have you covered. Their formulas have been handed down through generations of herbalists and have now been made available to the general public. The remarkable neuropathy cream, Helixer, has brought pain relief to millions within minutes of application. The whipped body butters and creams will leave your skin feeling soft, silky, and hydrated, giving your skin the nourishment it needs to stay young and healthy. The body washes, shampoo, and soaps are the perfect solution to help keep your body free of the germs, fungus, and bacteria that we encounter every day. All of these natural botanical products are manufactured in their Long Island, New York facility. All products are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. Remember, they don't put anything on your body that you would not put in it. Visit www.hemplief.com. That's www.hemplief.com and enter the word Arthur at checkout and get Get 10% off. What are you doing this fall? Would you like to go to Italy with yours truly, Jersey Joe? Where are we going? Well, let me tell you. Rome, Catania, Taormina, Savoca, Forza d'Agro, Mount Etna, Palermo. That's Rome and Sicily, baby, for nine full days. What a trip. We're going to have a ball, enjoy wonderful food, and taste classic Italian wine at Mount Etna and see some actual sites used in iconic Godfather scenes. It's a trip you'll remember for years to come. If all goes well, you may even be treated to the best entertainment team since Martin and Lewis, Piscopo, and Perillo. Have your cameras ready. Call Perillo Tours at 800-431-1515-800-431-1515 to secure your reservation now on this very limited tour before it sells out. Go online, please, to perillotours.com. The Joe Piscopo Show. Mornings 6 to 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970. The Answer. Once again, from New York, here's Radio Night Live and Kevin McCullough. All right, final few minutes uh, here. And, <laughs> you know, sometimes we talk about uh, travel a little bit on Tuesdays. And, uh, wow, this this one is going to, I think there's going to be some backlash from this. And, and, and an airline, Air New Zealand, announced uh, just this week that it is going to weigh 
some international passengers before they board flights this summer in an effort to gauge average passenger weight and improve fuel efficiency. The passenger airline will ask more than 10,000 customers between May 29th and July 2nd to hop on a scale at the gates of certain flights departing from the Auckland International Airport, according to the press release that came out yesterday. Passengers' weights will be anonymously recorded and won't be seen by airline staff or fellow passengers, the airline said. The weight survey will be carried out on a voluntary basis. We know stepping on the scales can be daunting. We want to reassure our customers there is no visible display anywhere. No one can see your weight, not even us. It's completely anonymous. Air New Zealand Load Control Improvement Specialist Alistair James said in a press release on, on the announcement. How would you like that as your job title? Uh, I'm the uh, Load Control Improvement Specialist. <laughs> Means he's got to get the weight evenly distributed throughout the plane in a more efficient manner. Anyway, Air New Zealand previously weighed passengers flying domestically in 2021. Uh, the new survey is being carried out now that the pandemic has ended. Uh, travelers are flying more frequently, and the data collected will be used to improve fuel efficiency for the airline's fleet of planes. This according to the BBC. Uh, they said uh, we weigh everything that goes on the aircraft, from the cargo to the meals on board to the luggage in the hold for customers, crew, and cabin bags. We use average weights, which we get from doing this survey. Uh, another airline, Finland-based company, began weighing passengers on a voluntary basis in 2017 to better gauge overall weight on planes. The airline had been using weight estimates from the Europe uh, European Aviation Safety Agency, but wanted more accurate and more up-to-date figures when they were uh, calculating the data. That helps you. And, you know, they're not they're not wrong. Uh, flying is, is about nothing but weight. And the weight of the plane and how much you're carrying and how much gas and all the rest of it. It's the it's the lifeblood that they need to know to be able to get you safely from one place to the next. My luck for me is if I ever fly him, that'll be the one time that the scale malfunctions and like my weight will pop up on all of the screens throughout the airport <laughs> and it won't be it won't be a number it'll be like uh like the the frumpy sign of the emojis <laughs> be frowning <laughs> how, how how dare this one <laughs> you could get on anyway uh so just be warned if you're flying air new zealand or finland air anytime in the near future uh that's that's what they do and they're gonna have more efficient flights because they do it I do think that if America tried to do that, there would be all kinds of lawsuits, even if nobody knew the data. Just doing the survey, I think people would have a cow and cry about it. But that's a different opinion for a different time. Have a great one. We'll see you next time.